Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This series, we're focusing on female financial independence, looking towards a stronger financial future. Be sure to let us know your thoughts on the show, and please do connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk. Hey, it's Rebecca here and I hope you're having a wonderful day. It's very sunny where I am. Um, As if you're listening in, you won't see my screen and I've got a beautiful ray of sunshine in front of me. Today's show is what are the current challenges women face in the financial world? Now, I actually speak about this quite a lot in my book and I'd like to share some of the statistics to start you off. Um, And I don't think any women that I know I've ever spoken to and I've spoken to hundreds of women over the years about financial matters none of this comes as a surprise right um however I originally wrote the copy of my book in 2016 and five years later I obviously rewrote it and the percentages from the statistics have moved marginally and one of the one of the things is but it is quite a major shift is the Scottish Widows Women in Retirement Report 2020 report states that 59% of women aged over 30 are saving adequately, at least 12% of their income. And this is the highest figure from uh, respected life insurance and pension groups annual insight, which started in 2005, which is amazing. So there is progress happening in certain age groups. The pension gap, however, is still massive between men and women. So with 54% of men investing compared to 46 of women, but that is still an increase on previous years. Um, This does not take into account the amounts that are invested as women are generally paid less. Um, And that's the other issue is that women are getting paid less. We obviously have the the wealth gap in terms of what's happening in society in terms of lower paid and higher paid people. But also women are getting paid less just because I, I can't even put words as to why women should be paid less. But I think it's just happened for so many years that 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 paradigm shift that needs to happen society just hasn't happened yet and more women need to stand up and more disclosure needs to happen around income and I think there's a real confidence issue with for a lot of women about asking for what they deserve Um, and also uh, they have gaps in their employment um, and often are working part-time so that's a big a big piece of it so if you're earning less anyway if you're doing a full-time job but having said that, often your women can be in lower paid career choices, especially when they have children. So they might go and work as a teaching assistant, a nursery assistant, and they're not necessarily got that corporate career well-paid job. Um, therefore, they're not putting as much into pension. So though there's more people physically doing it. Women aren't still able to put enough in, financially speaking. Um, and Scottish Widows found the difference was ten thousand, sorry, a hundred thousand pounds invested in pensions over a forty-four career, meaning that men had more money in the piggy bank to live off in on retirement. So when it comes to retirement, men have more money basically. So these are some of the challenges that women are facing right now in the financial world. But seven out of ten people um, aged ninety are, are, are over um, are women. So we are living longer. We are inheriting the wealth of others. Um, But what we tend to be doing is spending the money that we do have on our children for lifestyle choices and not looking after our futures. Um, Therefore, we have 
are inheriting money at a later age when really we might just be a little bit too, um, you know, I'm not being funny, I'd rather be going skiing and um, on massive holidays in my 50s and 60s than I would in my 90s, right? Um, I think by then I would, um, I quite like knitting and things like that now, but um, I definitely would be ready to hang up, um, hang up the, the, the traveling bug for certainly. Um, so, this is this bit brings into sort of a number of factors that we're we're seeing um, in financial decisions people are making, why more women are becoming um, self-employed, but there's still a massive gap in terms of how much and how we can start putting more into our pensions. So, so how can we face these challenges? How what can we do about it? So for a lot of women, I think it's a case of looking at sitting down with your partner. And if they are earning more than you, starting together to make financial decisions that make sense as a couple, as a unit. Um, so that what can happen in some relationships, and we've talked about this quite a lot over this series, um, it can happen is that um, it's the, the, bill, the bills are paid for. And then any money that the female, if they're earning less, is earning pays for the kids hobbies and the kids days out and things like that. And then when it ends up happening is then the only surplus that the male can have sometimes is spent on the family by, by a lot of means. But for some, it's a case of they, they can't have a conversation about the whole unit and it's more pressure is put on the female to then be spending on stuff on money on the kids and looking after the kids. So it's really looking at the honest situation of the, the, the family unit and saying, OK, well, I'm doing these hours and I'm looking after the kids for this amount of time. And therefore, as a family unit, we're earning this much is coming into the house. And it's then deciding how you divvy that up. There's a couple of ways to do that. So you can do that in a way of um, looking at the total outgoings, including lifestyle choices and owning a percentage of income. So if your partner is earning 40 percent more than you, then they should pay towards 40 percent more than you are. Um, equally, if it's the other way around, if you're earning more and they're earning less, you're earning 40 percent more than you contribute 40 percent more. So you'd have to work out the figures of the total outgoings that they have, total outgoings as a family, total outgoings that you might have, and then decide how to divvy that up. Some people decide that they want to be more financially independent than that. And they don't want to. They, they want to be 50 50 um, and it's split 50 50. Now, the issue with that when you are a lower earner is that then there's often more gaps in financial planning. I tend to find that those decisions are made with women that are earning more <laughs> um, and therefore they want to separate or their partner has issues in, in, in debt and having debt in the past. So they sort of try and separate their finances in that respect and everything is just 50-50. Um, what's important is that you have these conversations and especially around pensions. So if you are somebody that is taking a break due to the children, that you are still contributing into a pension. And that's something that I didn't do. So when I was having a break, having my little one was really young and I first started my business, I didn't have that conversation with my husband saying, hey, I'm not. I, I, yeah, well, yeah, we're OK, but we're, I'm not saving, I'm not investing, and I'm certainly not putting into my pension. And it meant I had years of a gap in my pension contributions. And these, these are the challenges that I'm describing. Are They might not see an issue right now, but unfortunately it's only when I speak to clients who are in their 50s and 60s and 70s that they look back and they, 
they just wish that that somebody had said something that they and the decisions that you can make now the things that you can do right now is something that your future self will thank you for so though some of these conversations are hard some of these decisions are hard some of these you know it can be easily put off it is something that we all need to take more seriously and consider um, and if it means foregoing something else then so be it um, and I know that myself like if I had a decision okay put more money into my pension or take my horses to the beach for the day <laughs> I know which one I want to do I know which one I want to decide um, but we it's really important that we start to make some of those clear shifts even if it's starting small and dragging out your old pension documents, looking at what finances you do have in place, taking that sort of assessment is crucial, which we've been talking, we're going to be talking about in other, other shows. So the question here for yourselves is that what challenge do you foresee in what's with your finances right now? And what challenges do you see for in your horizon? What steps can you start making? to make some better decisions for yourself or to plan for those challenges that are coming? Or what conversations do you need to start having um, in terms of making some of these shifts? And if you want to have more information around wealth creation and more information around, you know, some of these decisions that you might be making, uh, there's a section in my book, there's a whole sort of chapter um, towards the end where I actually go through client avatars and stages of life and I break down the stages of wealth of life and also give example avatars of client scenarios. If you're in this situation, consider that. If you're in this situation, consider that. Um, so go and check um, out my book. It's available on Amazon, 10 Ways to Accelerate Your Wealth. And um, if you go onto Amazon, just search for 10 Ways to Accelerate Your Wealth, it will pop up, Rebecca Robertson. Um, and there's a chapter in there that you can check out which I think will help you. And there is a section around budgeting and money management. So if there are some conversations to be had and you want to make some suggestions and sort of feel more prepared to have those conversations, then that is definitely worth um, the investment of about, I don't know, eight or nine quid. Um, I hope that's been of help to those that are listening. I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope to speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. For any regulated advice, please do head over to www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk.